Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes. And again, we are going for a wonder round paradise where we ask the question, is a trouble in paradise because after that weekend we find ourselves off the top spot a draw against Kilmarnock at home followed up by a 3-0 win by Rangers up in McDermott Park means that we are two points behind we had everything in our own hands and it's basically been thrown away uh, at the weekend and we're now relying on other teams taking points off Rangers and us being on a run that would also involve a couple of derby wins before we are able to look at this league title as it was again at the end of the season. And we want to ask the question, where did it all go wrong? People are saying to me, you were too confident last week. Well, if you're not confident, you know, I think that you're already going to be defeated. And I felt that at the weekend, certainly in the second half, some of the players looked as though they didn't have that confidence and belief in themselves, in the game plan, uh, in the team, in order to actually get a win against Kilmarnock. Now, I know Kilmarnock have done well this season. They're sitting fourth on the table. And uh, Derek McInnes has done very well on a very small budget. You know, um, I don't think they've been as strong as that since Stevie Clark was in charge. And of course, they've beaten us twice at Rugby Park. But to come to Celtic Park and uh, take two points uh, off of us, I think that, you know, it's one of the things that's simply unacceptable at this stage of the season. We've got to be winning games like that. We looked very jittery in the second half. There were players that didn't want to take responsibility. Some of them didn't even want the ball and I think that we're going to have to go through that performance because these are the immediate issues with the football department that can be sorted out by the manager um, and then there, there are more deeper rooted issues at this football club at the moment that uh, will take a lot longer to sort out can they be sorted out? can we retain this title? can we bring it back? let us know in the comments section and where did it all go wrong? we started off well at the weekend I felt uh, change of shape continued from the game against St Mirren I was quite surprised at that. I thought uh, we could have gone back to the shape because we have been pretty predictable in that respect. But we maintained the two strikers with Kyogo playing a wee bit deeper and it worked. 
for me it worked in the first half. We get the, the break, we get the goal through Kyogo, a new lease of life, since playing with two up top, and we were in control of the game. But I think going into the half-time break, you look at the, the side, and you're not that confident that you're going to get the same side in the second half as you did in the first. The performance this season has been mainly in 45-minute spurts, and you always get the sense that you need a second goal at home against anybody. It was the same kind of feeling that I had against Ross County going in 1-0 up. We need a second goal. And so it happens, you know, we were terrible in the second half. It's the topsy-turvy nature of this season, the Jekyll and Hyde nature of this team. Um, and I think when you're looking at the performance, you ask yourself, why? Why did it happen? Why was there such a drop-off? And I, I can pinpoint two of the reasons, I think. The first one being, Greg Taylor, of course, came back and I thought he played really well. Playing as an inverted fullback, you're basically getting another body in the midfield. And we controlled the midfield area as a result of that. 60 minutes in, it looked as though it was planned before the game. He's just coming back from injury. He gets taken off. And not only is, is there a massive drop-off in quality in his replacement with Alexandro Bernabe, but the whole shape completely changes then because you don't have that extra man in the midfield. I think that there was a moment in the second half where... There was three players in the centre circle, none of them wanted the ball. Yang, McGregor and O'Reilly. And it was unusual to see that. And I don't know what the, the reason for that is. Take responsibility, take the ball, dive forward, create a chance. We've got six wingers now, not one of them can take on a man. Not one of them can find a man with a ball. That's a huge concern at the moment. I think the second issue in the second half was when we took off Ida. And on that occasion, it's not because of the individual. Although he was playing fine, he was playing well. Is because we changed shape as a result of it. And those two changes made by the manager were the reason I felt that Kilmarnock came back into the site. We looked as though we lacked confidence. Well, we were sitting at one nothing up and we couldn't put the game to bed. And Kilmarnock inevitably scored. The goal is an unacceptable goal to, to lose. Alexandro Bernabe has to defend that. Um, he was targeted because he's weak and he was targeted in the second half and they got their just rewards for it as well but I can't give credit even to the centre-backs because we cannot at the moment defend a set-piece we can't defend a corner and um, we weren't good enough with the first ball that came in we didn't defend that well enough the second ball that came in uh, Burnaby was was too weak and it's not good enough and it's something that has to change and it has to change immediately from the outside looking in people will say settle down you've just drawn a game but it's a wee bit more concerning than just one draw, isn't it? And I know it can sound a bit doom and gloom when you talk about the performance and uh, the lack of character and intensity that we've seen in many, many halves of football this season. But I think the biggest issues with the team at the moment is the fact that we've got massive issues with the wing. The wing play is non-existent. Um, I think Palma people keep referring to the amount of goals, me included, the amount of goals that he scored and created, which is great. Uh, but I counted four or five occasions in the first 10 minutes of the game at the weekend where he's lost possession. It's not good enough. You know, you've got to be able to be disciplined enough to retain possession and create chances. That's your job as a winger, he's not doing it. But no one else is doing it. No one else is doing it on the wings either. And that's a huge concern. I think the defence is weak at set plays. You've got a goalkeeper behind you and Joe Hart with all the experience in the world. 75 England international caps, Champions League experience and we can't defend a cross. It doesn't matter if it's a corner or a set-piece free kick, we can't defend it and it's really, really poor and it's something that's plagued us 
all season. So I'm finding it hard to give too much credit to the defence at the moment. And I feel that the midfield gets overrun. If we don't play inverted fullbacks, it's getting overrun constantly. And as I said earlier, there was a moment where no one wanted the ball in the centre circle. And that's a concern when you're one nothing up and you know you have to put the game to bed. But what about the bigger, the more deeper lying issues? Uh, this football club at the moment, the board at the end of the season, uh, will look at the Champions League exploits and say it was a success because we've uh, made more money than we did last season. Fans don't want to hear that. We want to see the success on the park and we've not seen enough of it this season. They will say that we've employed Celtic's most expensive manager in the history of the football club and we've given them 11 new players with an investment of 20 odd million quid. Uh, but it's not resulted in the success on the football park. So the boards are an issue. What do you do as a football fan? What do you do these days when the board are the issue? There's not a great deal you can do, but I think on the platforms like a Celtic State of Mind, we need to keep discussing it. Um, is there an action plan? Will action be taken? We have a couple of vibrant um, ultra groups as well here at Celtic Park, and we need to make the feelings known. The recruitment has been shambolic for four transfer windows. You don't keep your job, simple as that. If you look over that amount of signings, that amount of money spent, only one player has been a success in Alistair Johnston. I think uh, Aaron Moy was Ange Postecoglou's player. He identified them, there's no doubt about that. So there's an issue with recruitment. We don't produce footballers out of the academy. We just don't do it well enough. So we've got to look at why certain people are in certain positions. Are they the best in class? The people that are working in the academy, are they the best people for the job? Or is it just because they've been there for a long time or they used to play for the club? Um, and then elsewhere in the football club, why are people getting jobs like head of recruitment when they have no track record of recruiting players? These are things that the club need to address and they're more long-term issues. Short-term, we need to get it right on the football park because we are now two points behind Rangers. The momentum has swung in their direction. And I'll tell you, if they win, this league and they get access to the Champions League cash everything that's happened in the last 12 years in terms of the financial element of it wipe it clean Rangers are a level pegging again and I think that when you look at the board's comments why you're sitting on £70 million here at Celtic Football Club and coming out with the reason being that it's for when we don't actually qualify for the Champions League it's a self-fulfilling prophecy this season if we don't and it's on their heads it's on the head of football department's heads and you really need to um, make changes here at Celtic Park, both on the park and the football department and behind the scenes as well. Let us know in the comments section your thoughts about some of the more deep-rooted issues here at Celtic Football Club. We'll go for a wee wander around Paradise and we'll bump into a couple of Celtic fans, uh, Joe Walker and John Mackay. You'll see here, John. Tell us a wee bit about this. This is uh, my club back in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Uh, it's the Jockstein Memorial Celtic Supporters Club. So I watch the show every day um, from Hamilton, Ontario. So this is a real pleasure to get to meet you in the flesh. It's a pleasure to meet you guys. Aye, um, thank you. Celtic fans wandering around paradise, taking it in. So every time you come back to Glasgow, I'm guessing this is a wee pilgrimage for you as well. I try to come. Uh, this time's been exceptionally good because I came to the game on Saturday. Um, the result wasn't the best, but enjoyed the match and then I came yesterday and had the tour went for lunch um, it was really great and went to check out some local pubs went to Gracie's with a, oh I love it it was nice so uh, yeah and then I came back today to do this but I didn't expect to meet you actually so, <laughs> actually I'm hanging about yeah. oh there could have been a better weekend 
uh, for John to come along. I mean, that was poor at the weekend, wasn't it? It was. It was. Uh, it was unfortunate the way it panned out, but um, it's just the way it goes. But you always get a buzz coming back to Parkhead and going to the games. It's it's special. It's unique, and uh, it's where you're your life, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Uh, Nineteen sixty-four, your first game. First game. MTK Budapest. That was it, my first game and my first cup final was when we beat Dunfermline 3-2. I was there with my older brother and two uncles. And we came through and I was right in line when Big Boy headed that in and it was great. Amazing. 16 years you've been following Celtic. Yeah. That's incredible. With your experience as a fan, how's it going to go for the rest of the season? I mean, I mean, I think we've got a quality squad and we've got a quality manager. Why is it not working? I think a lot of things. I think we've, we've missed a couple of major players. Uh, you know, Carter Vickers at the back has been a, a massive, massive uh, miss for us. Um, I still think we'll do it because if we go on our game, we're, we're better than anybody else in, in this league. Easily. But, the other, you know, the other lot across the road there, they're, uh, they're on a high there and they've got all the momentum, but I'm sure we'll come good. When it comes down to the big games, John, how do you enjoy them over in Ontario? Oh, it's great. It's great. There's a great atmosphere. It's not a big club, maybe 50-ish, um, but it's a great atmosphere and the people love it. Um, but it's uh, it's going to be a tough season, but I think we can do it as well. I was a little bit disappointed in the transfer window. thought we might have got a few more players, but um, still believe, still keep the faith. Always, always <laughs> keep it. Joe and John, an absolute pleasure and safe travel. Thank you. Thank Thanks you very much. Can we finish with a positive? Well, I think the positive is Greg Taylor's back. Um, Cameron Carter Vickers should be back for the Motherwell game. And that really leaves Rio Atati, um, who I think will be the middle of March. He'll certainly be back for the Rangers game at Ibrox. Let's hope at that point we're still in the title fight. I mean, we're in the dogfight now. We've got to win every single game. Brendan Rodgers now has to lift this team. Callum McGregor, Joe Hart, the guys that are influential behind the scenes, they need to be part of that. Um, what else has Axon been up to? Well, we've got quite a few gigs coming up. They're all underneath this video. Paddy McCourt, various venues, gone all over Scotland, and Mark O'Neill in Glasgow. So if you fancy coming along to a live event, come and join us. The tickets are underneath the video. And if not, come and join us tomorrow at 12.30 on a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.